music, news, entertainment. It's all right here. This is The Kelly Alexander Show. Hi, it's Kelly, and this week we dive into our vintage vault to a conversation that we had with Grammy Award-winning R&B artist Brandy. Brandy, who has a ton of hit songs, tracks like The Boy Is Mine, Sitting Up In My Room, and What About Us, talks to us about what it was like to share the stage with fellow R&B artist Monica when they collaborated on the Versus event, which featured surprise appearances from people like Vice President Kamala Harris and former First Lady Michelle Obama. Listen anytime, anyplace, just a click away, kellyalexandershow.com. Joining us on The Kelly Alexander Show is the amazingly talented, Grammy Award winning, Hey girl, how are you? (laughs) How are you? I am so good and I'm so happy to have you back and this time we actually get to do it face to face so this is amazing. I know. I'm I'm so excited. I'm I'm, I'm thankful for this. You know, I I love your spirit. You know, we had a great chemistry our first go round so I'm glad that we get a chance to do it and do it this way. Perfect. So thanks for having me. Of course. Now I am so excited because when we spoke a couple of months ago, um, you had not done the versus thing yet with you and, and Monica. And no. so I, I, it, there's so many questions I have for you. First of all, the fact that you had like 1.2 million people, I think live, but then I'm sure millions more have rewatched it. Yeah. Um, you had amazing people drop by like Lenny Kravitz, Erica Badu, uh, not to mention the vice presidential candidate, Kamala Harris and Michelle yes, Obama. And Michelle Obama. Have so you had a chance to take that all in yet? No, <laughs> of course not. I don't know why my phone is just going off. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I have not. You know, it was just, it was such a monumental experience. It was, it was so exciting. It was, it was, it was nerve wracking. It was so many different emotions. You know, it was a reunion, you know, it was, a, it was a, a moment to, uh, to celebrate, um, someone who, who I've respected and loved for so long. And then to clear the air of any, anything that we had ever gone through that, that was basically started by industry and fans. And, and we, we really got a chance to hash that out and just to, sit next to somebody that has longevity and spirit and drive and a mother that's still out here doing what she is supposed to be doing, singing, never giving up. It's just um, like a, a reflection. And it's just, it was just beautiful to reunite with her and to experience the songs and then to have that many people watching us and, you know, everybody's important to me, but to have, you know, some of those names that you mentioned to be in there and commenting and, you know, you know, really supporting us means everything. I want to do it again. I'm like, where's versus two? The concert. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Well, I'm going to ask you about that in a, in a second. I did want to ask you, how did it actually come about? Because I know like Swiss Beats and, and Timbaland has been, have been doing this. And then how did you get approached and did you have any trepidation before saying yes because of the fact you haven't spoken or seen her in, in eight years? I think we both did. We both did. Um, we definitely got approached by uh, Swiss and Timbaland and, you know, through management. And I was I was always open to doing it. And I think she was as well. But we were both afraid that, you know, people would still not look at it as a reunion, not look at it as a celebration. It, because it's verses, you know, people would, would maybe look at it like we were, you know, competing again or, you know, 
reigniting the the feud and and we didn't want that to take place because you know we're both in in different places in our lives and there is love and respect there there's growth there between you know the both of us um i just think when we were uh when we were assured that it would be a celebration and it would feel that way it both made us feel comfortable and i just knew after we spoke that everything was going to be fine and it was going to be you know magical and it really was as i was watching it i saw like joy and light and like gratitude emanating from from you and you just seem so happy to be there can you explain what was going on i'm sure it was a big uh you know it was probably a rush because everything was happening so fast but now that it's been a couple of weeks since the event like have you been able to take in like what you were thinking during those those times like being being in there Yes, I'm I, I'm actually afraid to, you know, watch it, you know, to rewatch it. You know, I've seen a few clips here and there, you know, but in the moment I just I felt I was just so excited and I was just happy to hear my music in a, in a, in 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 that kind of a setting. And then I was so happy to uh hear her music and to be able to sing along and harmonize with her so and then to let her know the girl I, i've been rocking with you forever like i think monica was shocked that i knew all of the lyrics to her songs you know what i mean like i use use people she probably thought i was gassing her but no i i, I really knew and you know like i said before it, it was those were the songs that made me want to work with her on the boy is mine and then the boy is mine moment <laughs> just just stand there with her and just for us to just just kind of like rock out to our own song not really singing it but just like vibing to what we did it just it, it felt amazing it just felt good and you know all the behind the scenes like you know when it was done just us you know talking and teasing each other about things that happened in the past and rocking out to her new song and it just was it was just amazing i didn't want it, i didn't want the night to end but you know monica's like i got to go cook i'm tired i got children i got to go home i'm like but no i don't want you to leave I, you know i flew all the way out here let's keep this night going i didn't want it to end so i was like where's versus 2 where's versus 2 <laughs> see how it feel excited. I need to calm it down a little bit. <laughs> I love it. I love that you're so genuinely excited because this, this translates so well for us fans who love the two of you so much. And I was uh, in preparation for our chat today. I was going over some of the interviews that both you and Monica have done since the event. And one uh -huh. particular thing that stood out to me was an interview that Monica did. And uh, she said, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but she said that the most important thing to her personally was what happened off screen with you two, as opposed to what yeah. the seeing yes and that's a little bit what i was telling you we got a chance to talk and i got a chance to look at her in her eyes and tell her you know what was on my heart what had been on my heart for a long time just any misunderstandings anything anything that i needed to clear up with her i i i wanted to make sure that i that i did that and that i i just remember um disrespecting her in the media at one point you know i disrespected her in the media like in on social media and in a performance i i i needed to 
take responsibility for that and tell her, you know, where that came from and, and why I, I felt the need to do that and apologize for that. And then anything that she had towards me that she felt that, you know, that may have been out of pocket, she was able to tell me that, what she felt. And we we got a chance to understand each other and understand, you know, why we've been so apart for so long and then also understand how freaking magical we are when we come together and that is what that's what what we were able to celebrate and it was so funny right after that conversation it was as if we had missed the beat we were back you know we were back like how we were back in the day like at six flags you know it just felt like we were just back there you know it just just everything just was was clear and forgiven and you know accountability and responsibility and saying i'm sorry and apologizing that's powerful stuff especially if you really mean it and that's what happened now do you think that because i know like being in the radio industry myself it's it's a small world and i know that the entertainment industry especially when you're at the level that you and monica are at i think is also a small world now that you guys have had this like come together moment <laughs> do you feel that outside sources can never get in, in between you two again? Because it feels like it was outside sources that probably riled things up. And, and yeah. you, you always have a direct communication with her now. I definitely feel that. And I, and I promised her that. I promised her that, you know, it's, it's, it's now it's about you and I. If I have an idea, if I have a, you know, a question, if I, I'm going to call you. I'm not going to go through anyone else. It's not going to be any, you know, middle men between you know us it's 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 too magical we're too magical together to to allow something like that to to happen again you know it's it's just it's not okay it's just not yeah. okay for us not to be able to work together and do things together because someone else is blocking that so yeah i made her a promise and she made me a promise yeah. Now, I wanted to ask you, too, because she mentioned in another interview that I was watching, and this was actually from a couple of years ago, where she said that the both of you each have a Grammy Award for, that, for obviously, The Boy Is Mine, and that's your Grammy Award-winning moment, like, thus far. Yes. So that's obviously something super magical that you guys will always yeah. have together. What is it about, and you've said the word magical a couple times now, describing uh, mm-hmm. the two of you, what do you think it is that is so magical, and that we as fans, like, just totally buy in because we know it's authentic? I just, I just feel like you have two different personalities. You have like a Miss Thang personality with Monica, and then you have this bubbly personality with me, you know, and we just complement each other. It's like, we're, we're opposites, but it just, it just works. It, It, I don't know. It just, it just works. And we look good together. We just, it's just, I don't know. It's just in our voices when we, even though our voices are so different, the contrast of who we are is what makes us work. Now, explain this because I've heard you say this in an interview and I've heard her say this in an interview that when you guys were coming up, it was in, in, in sort of what you guys were, it was you, it was Monica, it was Aliyah. Now, obviously, yes. Aliyah no longer with us and it's been that way for years and and so many of us still you know cannot believe she's not here if she was still here where do you think she would be right now on top of on top of the world 
she was on her way to something very spectacular. Aliyah was just in her own lane. She had no competition. Nobody even like just let her be where she is. You know, because she is she was just different. She just had it going on. She knew exactly who she was and just I mean, I was so inspired by Aaliyah. I was so inspired by her. Um, my entire Never Say Never album is like a paying homage to her album that she did with Timbaland. Okay. Um, uh, was it, which which album was it? It was um, the one that has, if your girl only knew. That whole album um, inspired Never Say Never. Oh, wow. So this, this do, yeah. do people know that? Or is this, is this like exclusive I, this, news? This, this is exclusive news. Yay! <laughs> this is what this is what happens with us, though. This is, you know, this is what happens. You know, it, it's a, it's a chemistry. It has to be for this kind of stuff to happen. But yeah, never say never was um, was inspired by the work that Timbaland did with Aaliyah, because Timbaland is one of my favorite producers and, and and one of Rodney Jerkins' favorite producers. You know, we loved we loved Timbaland and Aaliyah together. We just thought that they were just, and so we wanted to, you know, create something sort of like them. That's awesome. Well, that's yeah. amazing. So now yeah. that, that Versus is, is done for you for the time being, I wanted to ask you this, especially because during our last conversation, we talked about our mutual love of Janet Jackson. Uh, yeah. who, who would you like to see Janet go up against? Is there anybody that Janet could go up on a Versus? Because I, I was rocking my brain. I don't know who Janet could go up against. <gasps> Janet. Like, I can't think of one person except, and I know fans are either going to love me or hate me for saying this, but, like, Madonna. Madonna. Maybe? Madonna. Yeah. Madonna, maybe. I was, I was, I was only going to say, and I don't want anyone, I was only going to say Paula Abdul. Right, yeah. Because Paula Abdul worked with Janet, like, in the dancing. They worked together in the in choreography, and so I know they're girls, you know. But, you know, and Paula had some really, you know, amazing moments in, in music. Like, I, I used to love Paula. I still do. I, I love Paula Abdul. But Janet, she's just kind of like, she might need to just do verses by herself. <laughs> I mean, Janet, it's like, like, yeah. Janet, that's just, that's like... <laughs> Like Rhythm Nation alone is like, what are you going to do with the entire project of Rhythm Nation? <laughs> I know, right? I know. I can't think of anyone where it would. Janet I, should just, it should yeah. be Janet versus Janet. There we go. Period. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> like the Janet period <laughs> album. I love it. And yeah, because, now, because you had mentioned too last time that you're a fan of Rihanna, who would yes. you go up against with? Like Beyonce? Do we see that happening? Oh, what? But I know, I know they're they're friends. Beyonce is Beyonce is different though because Beyonce is another one of those ones that, like Beyonce has movies to go with her music. I mean, she has like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, B is in, in her own in her own situation. So okay, Rihanna, that's a scary one too because Rihanna got some songs. Rihanna know, got right? some, Rihanna got those songs. <laughs> some, people just some people just should, just shouldn't do verses. <laughs> I'm making you Rihanna, work. I'm making you work. What could happen with Rihanna? <laughs> she has so many songs. 
Oh my God, so many, so many. I'm so waiting <laughs> for that ninth album. I know, right? R9, it's time for this. Um, yes. So now the last time we had spoke, B7 had not come out yet. So there was that whole like, I guess, Nervous um, trepidation and excitement and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Now that it's been out for a minute, I wanted to ask you, um, and it's been getting tons of positive reviews and sales are up like ridiculous amounts. How are you feeling now that the project is a living, breathing thing for the public and your fans? <gasps> I feel like an elephant (laughs) (laughs) has walked out of the room, (laughs) has gotten off of my chest and walked out of the room. And I'm so glad that it's out. I'm so glad that the fans love it. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that it's, it's a body of work that I am super proud of. And just my vulnerability, everything, my whole heart is is just exposed on this project. And it feels like um, people have been very, you know, receptive and not judgmental. And I and I and I love that. And I, I feel very good about that. And even if they were, I would I would still do music this way from here on. I would I will always be vulnerable within my music, you know, as I go forward and tell my story through my art. Now, you have to talk to us a little bit about the Borderline video, because first of all, yeah. it's, it's sick, and, it's, and, and you're so amazing in it. And by the way, you look like you're 17. Like you just, you look timely. I swear to God, I'm like, how is she 41? She is not 41, like, I'm sorry. You look, you, you look like that could have been out of your first album. Thank you. I appreciate that. I try to, I try to keep it cute around here. I try to keep myself together and drink my water and cocoa butter and do my, my regiments and, you know, but, um, my daughter keeps me young. I think, I think my daughter keeps me young, but, um, the borderline video was, was inspired by lady sings the blues, Diana Ross. Um, I, I always loved, you know, her acting ability in that movie. And she just was, was able to really take me into like that darkness that she was in, in the beginning of that movie and how she had to always go back to that place to, you know, get herself together. And um, because I'm speaking about love in such a way where it's so unavailable to me, I felt like it was, it was appropriate to do a video that, um, that focused on someone basically losing it in their mind and their spirit because love was unavailable to them. And this is what will happen if we do ever fall in love and you do ever hurt me or you do ever cheat on me, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll lose it, you know? And, um, and then also uh, I feel that I've struggled with, um, with my spirituality, with my mentality, with um, with things that I've had to endure. And so to um, be able to speak on mental wellness, as well as tell this amazing story, a compelling story, um, and then to do a visual that embodies everything, embodies um, me even getting to the other side, which is the me you know, singing in front of the mic, I got to the other side, uh, you know, from that, that dark place that I was in. And, you know, we all struggle with something. So I wanted people to see that, you know, we all go through something and we're not alone, whether it be 
you know, personality disorder for someone, bipolar for another person, PTSD, trauma, you know, what jealousy, whatever it is that we struggle with mentally, spiritually, we're not alone. Everybody's going through something. You just don't. Everybody doesn't talk about it. So I, I thought that was. I think, and I wanted to bring up too, like, I feel like, you know, a lot of times that um, mental health doesn't get brought up for the black community. And so I feel like, like you being such a, an advocate and putting yourself out there mm-hmm. is going to do wonders. Like, did, was that a conscious decision, Brandy, to do that? Definitely a conscious decision. And I want to, I want to do more. I haven't even gotten started doing it at the level that I am meant to do it. So, um, I am, I'm looking forward to being an advocate for mental wellness and just being a vessel to where people can feel like, you know, I'm not by myself. I, you know, and it, it, it should be, it shouldn't be a stigma, you know, like, because everybody has something that they're going through and it's all in, in, in the, in the mind. It's all in the mind. Well, that's amazing. So. And I, I, I applaud you for it. Cause I know that I think we're still in, in the infancy of artists being like, cause I think a lot of artists struggle with mental illness or, or, men, or, you know, at some, and every, we all do, I think at some yeah, point in our life, too. but I feel like, like if, if you can come out and, and say your struggle, it just empowers someone who might think like, Oh, Brandy understands. Like, so I'm not yeah. alone in this. Absolutely. And that's the goal. That's the goal. I am here to understand. I'm here to inspire. And I'm also here to heal like everyone else. You know, I, I you know, I'm a human being just like everyone else, but I have a responsibility to tell my story, tell your story through music and relate and help people to get to the other side. That's the only reason why I'm here and to raise my baby. Perfect. I want to ask you this too. Um, you are, so obviously like, especially, you know, knowing the, the verses that you did with Monica and knowing like how important the two of you are to the soul R&B community and, and the fans that, that love you, you also have a lot of like other ethnicities that love Brandy. Like you have, like you have me, like white girl from Canada loves Brandy. <laughs> Thank you. Do you know why, like, do you have an idea why you are able to translate? Like, like, cause I just love you. Like, and, and you see that all in my face and, and you have a lot of different fans that love you so much. So what do you think it is about you that resonates with so many different um, cultures? Um, this is, it's, 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 it's a weird, it's not a weird question, but it's like me answering it feels a little bit weird because of what I'm going to say. Energy is invisible. It's not, it's not about color. It's not about that. It's about the energy. It's about spirit. And I feel like that part of me is pure. And I say that in a humble way. It took me a while to even be able to say that um, and mean it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel that. I feel that, there, that I'm, I'm a pure person and a humble person and a passionate person that loves the things that I do. And I put everything that I have that's in me in what I do. And I think that the people that love me can see that. And the people that don't can't see it. But the people that love me can see me and see 
you know, my my spirit, my my heart. I think. Agreed. Perfect. And now I'm going to put you on the spot because I saw a clip. Agreed. You did. <laughs> I saw Agreed. a clip. You did. <laughs> that was a great answer, by the way. That was perfect. And and I get you, and I love that. Um, I saw a clip where Kevin Frazier from ET uh, from Entertainment Tonight um, showed you a clip of you as a baby, like a teenager. And you got visibly emotional. And I know that in that moment, he sort of asked you what was going through your mind and you couldn't really answer because it was a moment. Now that there's been some separation from that interview, can you sort of tell us what that was like for you to see yourself? Because like, I got emotional seeing you before I even knew that you got emotional. Because I was like, oh my God, she's a baby there. <laughs> yes, I, I, I just, um, I was, when I was watching the younger version of myself, you know, that's when there was no, um, I wasn't tainted. I wasn't, you know, it was, it was innocent. It was just, you know, I had my whole life in front of me, you know, and it's just, it was just something about that moment that just made me feel like, you know, is my, is, is that, is, is that inner child, that, child that I was watching is that still alive in me you know and you know for a quick second I felt like maybe you know oh maybe she's gone you know but no it's just I just I just got emotional because of that like I was like oh my god that that part of me is is, is gone you know but it's it's not it's not you know because I feel my inner child every day you know and 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 but to see it, to look at it, to, it, it was just like, cause I don't just sit around watching, you know, myself when I was younger videos of myself when I was younger. I don't do that. Like <laughs> I don't do that <laughs> every day, you know, at all, ever really. So to see it, it just was emotional. I just felt like, oh my God, you know, well, I hope I'm answering that. Right. Of course. And it was, it was just, it was amazing. Cause like, I think too, like you and I are, are similar ages and I think like I'm feeling that way too, going like the amount of stress I put on myself as a kid to like do better or be better or be something. And now I'm like, I wish I had told myself to chill out a little bit and like mm -hmm. enjoy being that age and just yes. it's all going to be fine. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's what I would tell my younger self. Just keep going. Everything is going to be okay. It's going to all work out. Just don't stop. You know, awesome. keep going. Now, I know you're going to be on the, uh, you're making an appearance on the Billboard Music Awards. Uh, How'd you know that? Uh, I was told that. Am I allowed to know that? I was. Yes. Uh, yes. I didn't know anyone knew, but, but my team, I mean, I, I love it that you know, but yeah, that's great. So can, can you, like, can, do we get any hints or, or you just want, can you just tell us how excited you are to be a part? Because uh, the Billboard Music Awards is so much fun. Like Kelly Clarkson does a great job no. as host. I haven't done the Billboard Music Awards and I don't know how long. So this is like a, a first for me mm -hmm. um, in a long time. I'm going to do something special for Billboard. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> okay, perfect. I was like, I still haven't figured out exactly what that is yet. <laughs> I have no doubt. I have to say this to you. You, um, ever since, like, I've seen, again, like, I told you for the last interview that I just saw these video, these, these interviews uh, of you, you know, and, and the sparkle in your eye as you were getting ready for B7 to come out. Over the last months, that has just continued. Like, you are emanating light, love, gratitude. Not that I, and I know that that's always been there, but can you, you explain, like, I just feel like you are on this, like, 
like positive vibe and role. Like how can you explain yeah. that to us? Well, I, I, I feel so good about, um, my music and I feel so good about, you know, just how my core fans have, ex have embraced it. You know, I didn't know what they were going to think. I didn't know what, I didn't know, you know, and it's like when you are writing the songs and when you're, you know, co-producing and you're coming up with the concepts and things like that, it's a little bit different, you know, it's different. It's like you did it. So it's like, so if, if, if they didn't accept it or embrace it, I just didn't know what I was gonna, you know, feel, feel like, you know, not that, it, you know, everything depends on that because, you know, I have a, a certain validation that I have for myself, you know, that I, that I've developed over time, but you still care about what you're, what the people that love you feel about you. So for them to feel the way they feel, that just lifted my spirits to another level. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's like, a, it, it inspired me to just want to keep creating and want to keep going. So it's like, I'm not like this anymore because it's like, it's out and people love it. And it's, you know, and it's just, even though I felt all that pressure, it's, it's, I don't feel the pressure like I felt before. And so now I feel free as a bird and I feel so creative and so ready to keep going and do a Christmas album. You know what I mean? It's time to do something for Christmas. You know, let's do a Hanukkah album real quick. Let's, let's handle all of the situations that we need to, let's do a, you know, a freedom album. Let's do a, <laughs> let's do, you know, that's awesome. I'm now I'm now I want this Christmas album. So uh, sign Look, me up for the first copy. Yes. Sign me up. Um, now that you're you're speaking of being creative, I wanted to ask you. I know you've spoken out loud before about um, you sort of speaking to the right people to maybe get a, a Moesha reboot happening. Um, oh my god! Now that it's on Netflix, is that we got a shot? I know. So like, talk to us about what that would mean to you because I know the show kind of ended unresolved, if you will. Yes. So there's there's so many places for it to go. Um, yeah, what does that mean to you, like, and maybe have another shot at this? I mean, it means the world to me. I think Moesha was, you know, was the um, the personality that I grew up through. And I risked my whole childhood to be Moesha. Like, mm -hmm. Moesha was who I was as a child. Yeah. And then Brandy was, you know, the singer. So it's like, but Moesha was my, my childhood, my life, you know? So I dedicating my entire childhood to Moesha into such a character that, um, that really dealt with every topic, every family topic, every teenage topic, um, friendships and relationships with your, you know, your father, your mother, your stepmother, your brother, like, um, and still driven to be somebody. She wanted to be somebody. She wanted to be the next Zora, Zora Neale Hurston. She wanted to be the next Maya Angelou. So for me, I would love to take a peek into her life now like what is she doing now what is she doing she is she did that it did she turn out to be uh, you know an author uh 
um, a teacher, like who is Moesha? Like now she yeah. was on the path to a great future. So I would love to see where, where she ended up and everyone else around her. Yeah. Us too. And Even I think we lost, we lost a few of our cast members. Yeah. Uh, that would be very hard, but yeah, just, I would love to take a peek into what our life would be. Well, all of us would love that too. And I feel like with everything that's going on in the world right now, I think a lot of us are craving um, things that were important to us as kids. And I don't know if you've done this, but when everything sort of hit back in March, I ended up reaching out to some high school friends that I actually hadn't talked to in a little while. And we were Facebook friends, but we just hadn't communicated. And it's like, I needed to speak to them. And I don't know if you've had that, maybe even just with family members or whatever, but I feel like there's, there's a, a need to sort of go back to a safe place. And I feel like Moesha was a fun and safe place for all of us to be. Thank you. I feel that way too. I would, I would love to recreate and, or not even to recreate, but just to add on to what um, happened in her life and where she is. I would love that, Perfect. honestly. Well, so please. come on, Netflix. <laughs> Let's get this happening. <laughs> now, before I let you go, I want to end with, um, I'm calling it B7. So seven questions for Brandy. Okay. Uh, this. So favorite cheat meal. Favorite cheat meal, uh, a number, the fish fillet meal okay. at McDonald's at the, with a Sprite. Okay. And ice okay. or no ice? Oh, oh, ice. Okay, cool. And if, I, and, and if I'm overseas, it's, I get the, uh, the apple pie as well because they have the fried apple pies over there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Name, I love it. Name, name one thing you wish you knew how to do. Like, for example, like, did you, do you wish you knew how to like fix your car or something? No, I wish I knew sign language. Okay. That's amazing. I wish I knew I that too. Sign language would just be so perfect for me. I think so too. Now, is there a song on the radio or on your playlist from the last six months to a year that you wish you had written or you wish you were the vocalist on? Oh my God. I always make you work. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been listening like I should. That's the thing. When I'm in creative mode, I don't really listen to what's going on on the radio. That's all good. That's fair. What's going on? Yeah, but uh, maybe one of them Rihanna songs okay. that went <laughs> "Umbrella." Yeah. There we Umbrella. go. Umbrella. <laughs> That's amazing. Umbrella. I like that. Um, if you could. If you could be at a dinner party with three other artists or entertainers, who would they be and why? Oh, three other artists? Yeah, so you're all have. I know, I, like, pretend social distancing didn't need to happen. Like, if you could sit at a dinner table with three other artists, so you and three other artists, who? Oh, it would be definitely Beyonce. I have a lot of questions for her. Um, I would sit with... Um, See this? These are not. These, I have to think about these. Like I need a second. Like, I, do you have time? I have time. I'm gonna have time. So we got Beyonce, Michael Jackson. Okay. Yeah. And Whitney Houston. There we go. That can you imagine that dinner party? My what? God. We are. First of all, I'm talking the entire time. Yeah. I'm asking the questions the entire time. Starting with Michael. Yep. Then Beyonce. Mm hmm And Nippy. I like it. Because I already know a lot about Nippy. But, yeah. like. 
Did you ever meet Michael? Like when you were a kid? I, I met Michael. How I met it? Michael and I fainted. Did you? I, faint, I literally fainted. And my brother was like, B, get up right now. Get up. <laughs> You're embarrassing us. Get up now. Get up. And so I got up and it just, like it's Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? And then I just discovered that there's a picture of, of me and Michael Jackson. Like I never had proof that I met him. I never had the proof. Like that couldn't never prove that I met him until I got this picture. And I got this picture like a month ago. Oh, amazing. It's like, yes, I have proof. <laughs> the people now will stop saying I'm, I'm dreaming because <laughs> I met Michael. That's awesome. Was he, he must've been a fan of Moesha. Cause I feel like he was super plugged into stuff happening in the nineties and everything. I don't know if he was a fan of Moesha, but I know that he liked my voice. He told me that my voice sounded like an angel. Amazing. And I will never forget that. Like, I will never forget that. And I don't, I don't, sh- I'd never shared, I don't think I've ever shared that either. Like, I have no business saying what Michael told me uh, in confidence. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he, you know, wanted me to tell anybody that, but I mean, shoot, that's Michael Jackson. He said that about my voice. So I'm just, I hope he meant it because he could have just been saying it because I was a little child and he was just so, you know, wanted to, you know, boost my confidence, but. <laughs> I'm sure he meant it. I'm sure he meant it. Name the coolest guest star you ever had on Moesha and the, and the artist or entertainer you wish had to come on the show. Um, I think the coolest artist, that's, that's hard because so many cool people have come through the Moesha experience, but I would have to say Jamie Foxx. He was so funny when he was on Moesha, his episode and Bernie Mac, he was hilarious. And I wished it was because he was right across the way. I wished I could have had a moment with Will Smith on Moesha. I had a feeling you were going to say that. You know that? I don't know why, but I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yes. Him and Martin. Nice. Oh, my God. Imagine. We were were all the same, you know, the family, the lot, you know, I'm like, I want to be around, you know, I would have loved that experience. That's so cool. Now, here's a tough question, I think. If a a radio station or a streaming service was only allowed to play two Brandy songs till the end of time, one from your back catalog and one from B7, which two songs would you choose those to be? Borderline from B7 for sure. Okay. That's a, that's borderline for sure. And the back catalog, when you touch me. Oh, really? That's amazing. Never would I have thought you have said that. That's great. Yeah. I bet you everyone thought you were going to say the boy is mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, even though I love Monica and I love the boys mine, but mm-mm. That's you- amazing. And uh, a last question. Um, coolest person in your phone that you can reach out to right now, like text or call, like apart from your family and friends, like who's the cool? Oh, I was going to say Ray J. Yeah, Ray, well, it's Ray J is super cool. nobody cooler than Ray J. nobody cooler than him. <laughs> Um, no, but I got a couple cool people on my phone. I got, you know, I got Timbaland in my phone. I got, you know, uh, since the verses, I got Swiss beats up in here now. Let me see. <laughs> I'm waiting for I'm you to gonna... do a duet with Alicia. So maybe you should speak to Swiss. And okay, Alicia. come on, Alicia. Come on. Can you Alicia. imagine a Brandy and Alicia collab? 
I've, I've always wanted to collab with her, actually. Um, I wanted to do like a piano song with her where she plays the piano and I sing and she sings too, but she plays the piano. That would be so cool. That's amazing. Ah, that's so cool. Um, Stop it. You're making me dream today. Well, th- we got to put this out into the universe. So that's... Yes, we do. And speak it into experience, darling. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I love that you is- so much. Thank you so much for, for doing this. I, love you. I really do. You have a beautiful spirit and you just, you just brought out, you know, just all of me today, huh? <laughs> that's what I live to that's do. That's a gift. I, uh, that's a gift. The Kelly Alexander Show. Well, that does it. Thank you so much for joining us on the program this week and a big shout out to our guest, Grammy Award winning recording artist, Brandy. My thanks as well to our producer, Andrew Sabino, for doing such a great job producing the program. And don't forget that you can listen to us on many different podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio. We'd also love for you to grab all of our social media handles and you can do that off of our website, kellyalexandershow.com. Have an amazing week. You and I will chat soon. The Kelly Alexander Show.